Hi, I'm Jesse from Pravada. Stay tuned for our small studio session coming up next. Small Studio is made possible by a grant from the Herbert Simon Family Foundation and with support from Nito Art Shop and Sun King Brewery. Set 
Pravada and playing you some songs this afternoon with our lovely friends at WFYI. <laughs> that is off our upcoming, our newest record, mm. our newly released. Uh, early next year, <laughs> February. It is next year now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Shall we do a little teacher from Dirty Looks, our last record? Taking me away to meet with teacher 
Walking down the hallway, hearing every door slam. Ah, I'm choking, choking on your name. It feels so. So every band has a story, and this one's taking back our own personalities mm. from our stalker. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go.
Jesse Lee, this is Casey Tennis. Hubert Glover and Mitchell Duncan is joining us on this song entitled The Feelings Gone and WFYI. The secrets of a lesson home, the feelings gone. Along the only road you know The secret sky is seria and Marian The forcing of the kiss I stole A kiss I stole The of another girl the feelings gone 
And now an interview with Pravada from 90.1 WFYI's Jill Dittmeyer. When when did Pravada really start? How, how long ago has that been? It's been a while. It has been a while. I guess we could date it 2004 for beginning of recordings mm-hmm. with Manus Player. In mm-hmm. case he put it really well when he was describing that uh, musical ideas that we had had previously or discussing or like a huge songwriting chunk of time that we spent um, staying at a cabin. Uh, well, that makes it sound like we're on vacation, but it's where I lived at the time. Yeah. Um, and then kind of trying to fully realize those and start um, r- intensive rehearsals when we came to Indianapolis, which we specifically came uh, for music That's and right. to meet other musicians and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took a while to get prepared enough to where we felt that we could put our first, for, first foot forward. Mm. And it led to a lot of opportunities after that. How is what you were doing then, are you still doing that now in your music? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we we start with the backbone. We write around it. We take it apart. We, we pick it apart. We rehearse it. Then we go into the studio and reorchestrate. 
And mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind yeah. of, I mean, do you feel like that's what we've always done? It seems like we want to get it to a place where we can perform it well, and then we want to add a little something extra that so makes us fall in love with it a little more. We've added, I mean, we do the same. I guess we've added certain uh, uh, equipment. And the techniques <laughs> the and approaches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for, yeah. And sometimes we like to write in the studio as well. I think that, yeah, that's the best thing about the studio is being able to write. And with the new record, because you played some songs you played for us today are going to be on the new record yes, as well. What what do you want your your fans to appreciate from the new record, and how are you hoping to bring in new fans to your music as well? A good one, Hubert. Well, the the last one was a a real rocker, you know. Uh, this one's uh, more fleshed out. Uh, I believe it's a, a lot more mature. Um, you know, with the arrangements, the, the orchestrations, even the, the lyrics, the, the whole approach is uh, yeah. not that it doesn't rock. It rocks. <laughs> but it'll also make you cry. Yeah. About half of this new record started as a project idea that we have, that we are going to do, <laughs> that we <laughs> will get around to. But it started as that. Of course, we were, you know, still writing and completing it in studio, which some engineers don't always do. It's about three Respond hours well long. too, yeah. So <laughs> half of it, a little more, and it has almost like you know, I don't want to say theme album. We even talked about calling it themes yeah. with Tama or something for two weeks or so. For two weeks. <laughs> um, so it, the approach is definitely um, utilizing different instruments that we have always played. Hubert as a as a great trumpet player and utilizing one of the engineers and studio owners at Postal, Alex Kirchival, who's just an excellent uh, percussionist and instrumentalist. He's all over that record. Each Pravada record we have has a secret weapon musician mm-hmm. on it. So... It creates a lot of timbres and texture, like Hubert said. You know, mm-hmm. it's much more fully realized, less straight ahead, us trying to be uh, almost like snide glam. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's under overproduced, as the other one was over overproduced. <laughs> you can hear more of us as playing in a room. That's kind of what we were going for. Mm. And has that that change with with the rock, but a little bit more mellow, a little more emotional? Is that just because of life experiences over the past? Oh, absolutely. 13 yeah, years? Sure. I mean, Joe, we've always been sad. That <laughs> <laughs> On the inside. <laughs> it definitely, I mean, yes, we try, we, we want to emote those, but also the beauty of working within a fictional theme or like an actual cohesive story, like a novella for the album, is that it lets you put in those like emotions. We, uh, gosh, I don't want to seem like, we're yeah, not yeah. a singer-songwriter. We're not going to talk about those emotions. <clears throat> We're going to have a story about uh, a girl who finds someone, you know, her mother dead from laudanum poisoning or something in a wheelbarrow, and it's like, but the emotion expressed is like something that definitely is about, the, you know, growing our personal, pains, our personal yeah. lives. But For sure. Yeah. Within this story. I was uh, surfing the web the other night and uh, ran across that awesome video the someone else video that you guys did that especially in this time with the sexual harassment and that video is all about the women getting back at the guy yeah it's almost a revenge theme yeah i've seen people jump out of their seats like before like you know when they saw that part when we did that premiere it was good 
And when you produced that, I mean, you weren't thinking that way. I mean, who who would have who would have known? No, we wanted to demonstrate, you know, how like people abuse power. You know, the idea of like getting back at that at them for you know oppressing you, and everybody can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And that's what that song brings out of me, you know. That song always had such attention. It's great when we share, you know, we're planning video, videographer stuff with this one, is with this new release as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but is it a new release? It isn't. <laughs> it's not released yet. So We've talked know. about, you know, trying to have these... Uh, these same ideas, but talking about video with people, they always when you when you give someone like here here five songs or or a sneak of the whole record and listen through, tell us what you know sticks out at you. People really do identify immediately. That one, a couple different um, producers slash directors of you know photography DOPs, and uh, they definitely were attracted to that song. On this new record, mm-hmm. it was interesting because they picked a couple. We gave them all of it. Yeah, not the ones we suspected that they would choose. Not at all, yeah. So, but there'll be more videos coming, and we're working really hard on them. Yeah. The last thing I wanted to ask you about, too, is just the whole evolution of the indie music scene, uh, specifically in Fountain Square, um, mm. where it was wow. in 04 yeah. and where it is now. Yeah. We thought you might ask this, Jill. <laughs> well, you guys you guys have been a big part of it, too. Yeah. I mean, We you, moved you... to Fountain Square specifically, as I mentioned, when we came to Indy. We found a couple people that recorded in their house. That there was so, It was all servers and artists and lots of old school people that have lived there and their grandparents had lived there. Very much what the neighborhood is still and really cheap rent. <laughs> it was. It used to be. Yes. Right now is an awesome time in the square. There are definitely more set brick-and-mortar style actual venue restaurants between the record store and other places that are there. There's a lot more variety in music as well. There's a lot more variety in music. More people doing things. There's all cover bands, you know, and there was no... There's no really hip hop culture was in a different part of town, you know. Now with Fountain Square, we've seen multiple genres and places for those genres to to have a home, and that's one. Even though we can't afford to live there anymore, <laughs> and people people actually working on these projects from um, you know Sean from Oreo, Oreo mm-hmm. Jones, or, you know, Jacob Gardner with Cataracts. I mean, I feel like a few years ago maybe was like a, a beautiful prime, and there's the just so West much time. going on. <laughs> it's a, it's unbelievable. People just do more, and there's just amazing art. Uh, we lost GPC Gallery, but, I mean, there's still people doing so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Just really interesting. Um, there's more people to do stuff. Self-promoted, self-booking, recruiting their friends. It's a DIY culture that we weren't a part of when or that we didn't that we didn't have because we didn't do it ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> we other people to do but there wasn't as many of us <laughs> living there as there are now our creative yeah. people one thing that you are doing I, there's a GoFundMe to get you a cello again there <laughs> is yes Jill it's very I, necessary I have two broken cellos um, well one in my possession <laughs> And I used to play cello more. I mean, that was my childhood mm-hmm. instrument after learning basics of piano. Um, uh, 
there's some cello on the record that we borrowed from a friend of mm-hmm. ours, Jim Kincaid. And um, speaking of another great uh, DIY electronic music hey, noise artist. <laughs> yeah, we weren't supposed to do that. So I'm, you know, there's cello on the record, but it's not my cello. I don't have one now, so I've started a GoFundMe to buy a cello, and we're going to do um, as part of a series of super secret EPs, <laughs> where each one of us record one of those, and um, mine will be cello based. Have a heart. And so it kind of works as <laughs> a just pre-buy. <laughs> well, but you also get something, and I'm going to do a concert as well in February for my birthday. It's going to be a great time. And you get to see me play the cello. <laughs> so watch your Facebook for details. More. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, you're welcome.